welcome to the Good Comics Podcast. I'm Rosie. And I'm Sam. On this week's episode, we talk to Ben Mitchell about the Australian comic scene, his work, and the different meanings of Toad in the Hole. Good Comics Podcast. Hey, Ben. How's it going? Hey, I'm going great. Yeah? Um, so, just for our listeners, we are currently sitting here at nine in the morning you are seeing it's about six in the evening where you are it is it's eight past six yeah so again we are talking to the future transcending time yeah Yeah. which i find always exciting i think it's great good to (laughs) so um yeah how's it going how what have you been how is your weekend so you've been hanging out or you've been working it looks like you're in a in uni Oh boy, I've got a lot to say. Um, so I'm currently at, I work at like a shared studio space for oh, okay. uh, creative professionals, but when I do like commercial illustration work um, and I don't have internet in my apartment, so I was like, I'll do it from here. And then that is also, that's two interesting things I can tell you at once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, um, it's Sunday. Um, I had just did a con yesterday that was at a library um, in Sydney and that was great. And um I took a, a bus home and it took three hours and um, oh, wow. I've just been drawing all day. Yeah. It's um, should I say who I am? Is that? Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we normally do a bit of an introduction at the start, so you may have already had this. Oh, okay. Please introduce yourself. Tell us yeah, who you are sure. and what you're yes. about. Uh, my name is Ben Mitchell. I'm from uh, Newcastle, New South Wales, Australia. I do a comic book series called Stormclouds, um, which is now available through Good Comics in the uk <laughs> it is mm-hmm. cool that's great so um do you, you do commercial illustration work too is that right i do yeah just like like low-key i'm not i'm not like i don't work for an agency or anything okay. but um i just did um an album artwork for a band called bootleg rascal and it was very very fun it's a oh. very nice picture of a myself um you might see one. <laughs> and yeah i do bits and bobs here and there i just um spent a very long time drawing organic carrots for a farm yesterday and that was great nice. yeah that's really cool so um could you give me a bit of background on where newcastle is and what what that scene is like because so um i have looked at a map so it's not far from <laughs> sydney right it's no, no, north no. of some yes uh, it is. I'm not the best. Uh, I'm not like a real geography buff. But yeah, it's like um, a three hour train trip, I guess, like a two and a bit hour drive. Um, okay. I do the I do the train trip a lot. So it's fine. You just oh, yeah, okay. I have a Nintendo switch. It's fine. Time, time is <laughs> relative. Um, but yeah, we're, we're on the coast. We're like a beach town. Um, okay. And yes, we're called Newcastle. And um, we have like a pretty good art scene, but not too much comics. Um, okay. I think I, I I get really worried making big broad statements. I think I'm I'm the only person who does what I'm doing in comics. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few people scattered about who do sort of stuff, but we don't have like comics events here. I sure. usually travel to Sydney or to Melbourne or um, to Canberra most recently um, okay. for stuff like that. I'm going to go to Adelaide this year as well. Um, these are all Australian cities. <laughs> um, yeah, all, I, so yeah. my my understanding of Australian cities is based on the fact that in the last couple of years I started following baseball and there's an Australian baseball league that uh, goes is? on through okay. the winter. Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, uh, my understanding of the geography of Australia is very limited, but um, is there a yeah. Newcastle theme? 
Uh, no, there is not. Um, I think Good. Okay. <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. You could try out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think Sydney. There, there's there's one in Sydney. But, um, so I I think I I was thinking about this this week that I think that Newcastle and Bournemouth are probably quite similar places. There's like I think because we had sort of talked about this a little bit on email, you'd mentioned it, mm. but. Um, and I think I picked up a bit from some of the bump in your in your books as well. Like um, it's one of those places where there's artsy stuff going on. So Bournemouth has an arts uni, and it's one of the be- best ones in the in the UK. But there also doesn't seem to be much of a scene that surrounds it. Like there's there's the stuff that goes on as part of the uni, but there's no like comic show. There's no there, there's a few people around here making comics, but but no one ever gets together and it's one of the and we're a seaside town as well so i i, yeah, I kind of yeah. felt like there's there's similarities in in the sort of place that it is like a smaller smaller town outside of big cities like if we go yeah, to cool, cool. conventions we tend to have to travel like we go to bristol we go to london um how far yeah. is how far are those places from you um the... not far in terms of australian travel i know that every city is very far <laughs> apart from each other um london is probably all in all about two hours to get to the center okay. um cool. bristol's not that far the problem with bournemouth is we're kind of tucked away down right down on the south coast so to get anywhere you have to get out of there first and then branch off so yeah. it's a bit of a track it's more it's not that they're so far away it's more that they they're not easy to get to like bristol from yeah. here isn't actually that far but you either go um you either go way up north and go on a motorway to it or you have to go all these back country a roads to, to get to it it's kind like of just a bit rally like... style hairpin turns <laughs> yes yeah. in the fog like last year when we went yeah. to bristol <laughs> um so yeah like we we tend to have to travel from from here to to do any any kind of comic shows really Although we have yeah, been talking cool. about about maybe putting something on here, mm-hmm. something small. Yeah. But I'm very nice. As far as comics, I, I feel like I'm the only one who's doing what I'm doing as loudly as I am. But like, we have like a really good independent theatre scene. Um, I have a lot of friends who are like poets and painters and stuff. Like it's yeah, it's nice. same energy. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah. really good. I think that's cool. Yeah. I think it's nice to have a community of people doing doing creative things that aren't necessarily the same thing like yeah if for sure. there's always going to be a crossover with that stuff as well mm. it's all it's all stories exactly so i don't know a lot about your background so you do okay. some some illustration and obviously you do your storm clouds comic work what what else do you do you have anything else or is it or is it just those two things that you do? <laughs> no, just the two. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so Sam before. mentioned that you are an academic, so that's my oh, yeah, dumb okay. way yes. of asking what else you do. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yes, I do do that. Sorry, I don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah, um, I similar like that's how I met Patty. Is um, yeah. Okay. I sh- yeah, it's okay. I should tell that story. So I was in Poland for um in like an exhibition of australian comic art and um i wanted to go to the uk as well so i was like what else is happening that week um and there was a there was the thought bubble festival which is where i met all of you but there was like a um an academic conference attached to that and i was like oh i can i can totally do a a thing and i just like presented a paper about australian comics and our scene and then i met patty i was like this guy is extremely cool 
Um, <laughs> and uh, then I saw him the next day at Thought Bubble. But yeah, I, um, I work at a university. Um, I'm currently writing a PhD about comics and how they work. My like thesis subject is um, how to use elements of graphic design and publication design as uh, like a narrative device um, inside mm -hmm. of a comic. So uh, Ghost Beach is like, it was my thesis work that supports okay. all of that, um, which, yeah. So that should be, uh, I should have that sorted soon. Like the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I sometimes like our university doesn't have like a comics course or anything, but um, I try to um, wiggle that into my teaching work whenever I can. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think um, Paddy's similar in that I think his, his um, PhD is kind of was broadly you know you're studying broadly english literature or whatever and then he's kind of concentrated his down into to to talking about comics and i think it's only in recent years that there has even been been that thing where you can just just be studying comics yeah i know that's there's a <laughs> yeah no yeah. it's crazy mm -hmm. it's yeah it's insane i i really love telling people that paddy is a doctor of comics because they're like <laughs> yeah. what <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's going to be me eventually. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll keep it low key. We'll see. But um, I was on this panel yesterday at, um, it was a con called Comic Conversation um, and it was at a library. And um, it was me and a bunch of other people who work in education in a roundabout way. And the majority of us had a background in graphic design. And then we just kept twisting it um, as an excuse to make comics. And uh, yeah, I think, I'll, I feel like a lot of people do that. Um, yeah, I, I have a bit of a theory about this that, there's there's kind of two two sides that people come to comics from they come from a side of them they enjoy making art and they sort of stumble upon the idea of of making comics and then they they start to develop the other side of it which is the you know the storytelling and the writing and or people come from the other the other side where they come from a writing background and they discover that you know maybe drawing and and making comic is a good way of them expressing that sort of thing because I think you, you know you can break down comics into into two fairly even um, areas where they're art based co or comics that have been created in the first instance from art and from, you know the other way around like Paddy and I recently have started making comics together because he actually kind of hates drawing and I kind of hate writing so he started writing writing some comics and and I started drawing them and, and actually I found the part what I enjoy doing because I I hate writing stuff like I I despise it I, I feel like I bring this up every time we do a podcast but I really hate writing comics. <laughs> yeah um but Rosie your your process is kind of you you do enjoy writing but your writing is very visual mm, yeah so I think that people either come at it visually and yeah. Or they come at it with the I definitely words. come from the art side of things. I don't know if I really articulated that very well, but yeah, no, 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 it was good. I was <laughs> nodding the whole time. <laughs> the takeaway is yeah. that you hate writing. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it, it's just elaborately <laughs> yeah. saying writing is rubbish. What are you drinking right now? Is that Barocca? <laughs> no, it's, it's squash. Squash. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, we have lemon squash, but um, oh. I didn't realize you could get other kinds. That one's red. I uh, think it's quite a British thing. I think everyone okay. drinks. Well, actually, I don't know if everyone does or not. I think it's quite. It's what kids drink, but it's really nice. <laughs> Fruity apple and black currant squash. Yeah. Oh, and does it have bubbles in it? 
No, no, mm. just... Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Of course, Stuff we that you add. audio. Yeah. Ah, yeah. ah, cordial. See, we cordial. do have cordial too, but it's a slightly different thing. It's much stronger and slightly yeah. fancier. I feel like cordial squash. is what you get in a pub if you want like cider and black. It's really thick and syrupy. Cider. Like lime cordial is really like globular. Okay. Hi, welcome to the drinks cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I, I work with a lot of expats from the UK, and I feel like the majority of our conversations are this, just like. <laughs> Yeah, different yeah. names and stuff. We got into like a, a legit argument about um, so if you were gonna get some toast and then cut a hole in the middle of it and then crack an egg into that and then fry that, what would you call that? I have never done that, but I have heard it referred to <laughs> as just do it. Not necessarily. <laughs> I have heard it referred to as an egg in the basket or an egg in a basket. Yeah, you're nodding. I, I I'm that correct. Egg. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You were a British man. Well done. Nailed it. I would call that um, toad in the hole. Um, oh, oh shit! Like, I can see why this popped else. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sausages or something in yours. Yeah, so this is like, I know what it is. Yeah, but, yeah. but that was a that was a fun afternoon. Me and two British people. Just, yeah. <laughs> Be like, well, really, it should just be called an egg and a bread, and that's it, and no one has to fight. <laughs> yeah. Like when you really come, when it comes down to it, they are both kind of dumb things to call something. Yeah. So, yeah. so it doesn't really matter what it is; it still doesn't make any real sense. <laughs> sure. Oh. Yeah. I'm glad that we got that cleared up, though. Yeah, it's good yes, to get these things out of the way, I just I don't want to stand up having a conversation sometime and you saying oh yeah I just had toad in the hole and us be like why would you have that for breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you talk about your comics because I'm yes I I've read the the books that we have and we are stocking Storm Clouds the collected edition and Ghost Beach. Um. You've got them so I have got them in front of me because I was I I keep kept getting the names transposed in my like ghost ghost cloud storm beach oh i, I don't know why yeah. they kept because i've they've just both been sat on my table so I've, um but yeah sat. so so these are collected or storm clouds is a collection am i right in saying that's the first i'm getting this confused now. yes yeah, yeah so, and and this started back in 2013 is that right is that when you uh, first started I, th I think it was a little bit later than that. It's hard to oh. say because I don't know. It took me a while to do it. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, 2013. That's right. Okay. Yes. Maybe so I was you've doing been... it then, but it came out a little bit later than that. Okay. Um, yeah. So I did two comics. Um, one of them was called Storm Clouds. Another one was called Don't Panic. And then I did a couple of like mini comics in between. Um, and they're all like under the one binding now. And it's just called Storm Clouds Collected. But uh, yeah, I just will call it Storm Clouds because it's easier. It's less, less words. And then. Um, <laughs> Ghost Beach is just one story, and that came out at the very end of 2017. But basically, basically 2018, we can we can call it that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's like a. It started as like a detective story about um, a young police officer who finds out that perhaps her ex boyfriend is a serial killer and goes back to her hometown, uh, mm -hmm. which is like a, a big sort of like tribute love letter parody to Newcastle um, mm -hmm. and the way that people in the big city see it um, okay. and the, just like the little parts that they miss. 
Um, and then from there, it just stays in that town and um, sort of explores the weird things that are going on. Um, the boyfriend isn't necessarily a serial killer. He's um, run into some uh, some tough times and yeah. um, the wrong sorts of people who are manipulating him. Um, but it, and manipulating his like relationship with his own mental health and um, and all that. So, don't panic was like a big sort of exploration of anxiety and mm. um, what it is and what it means and how it can be manifested and how you can show it in a visual way. Mm. Um, yeah. Have you read it? Did you read yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Oh. <laughs> See, you're waiting for this moment. You've had to wait like 15 minutes for us to get to this point. Yeah, no, it's uh, I've only read Stormcloud Collected um, so far, but it's really good. It's really, really good. Oh. Sam was trying to explain it to me beforehand. It's like, it's kind of like CSI, but but not, <laughs> but, hard, but with hardcore music. I was like, I was like, it's CSI in set in a small town punk scene <laughs> that that's what i i think i said that to you when i was about halfway through the first one so my my feelings may have changed after that but yeah. that that was that was me trying to distill it down and mainly because rosie really likes csi i do oh, i do okay. really like csi <laughs> yeah no it's fantastic i'm really interested by the artwork style you have in it because it's very bright and it's very contrast I'm not very good with technical terms, but yeah, it's beautiful. So with the collected, it it has the the look of block printing. How was it printed? Because the colours are so bright for the for the orangey pink tones. How did you get that printed? That's very nice of you to say. So that's uh, that's just offset, um, mm -hmm. just like standard, oh, okay. like commercial printing. But um, it was originally Risograph. You guys know okay. about Rizograph, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. So if you crack open Ghost Beach, that's still mm. Rizzo. And, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. See, this so. is what I was wondering. Is that I think Ghost Beach, when I when we first got the books, was the first one I looked at and was like, oh, yeah. is this Rizzo? And and then when I read Stormclouds, I was like, um, this looks Rizzo, but it doesn't have the same texture to it. And you can kind oh, of tell because of the like tackiness of the ink on the paper, like the way yeah. that it sits on the paper. Um. That yeah, was that's... the exact response I wanted because <laughs> it, yeah. I guess it was easier when you're doing like a, a bigger book. This is, I think it's like 132 pages. Mm -hmm. It's difficult to do that from like a, like production wise Rizzo. Um, so yeah, yeah, I wanted someone to open up that collective one and be like, could this be Rizzo? That's good. That's the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the right response. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. So do you draw traditionally on paper or do you, are you fully uh, digital? Yeah, I'm fully digital. Um, I, I'm not sure how exciting this will be for um, people listening, but all of my stuff is vectors. So like I, I sort of had to teach myself to draw again from like a like a commercial illustration standpoint. So all of my stuff can be blown up and put on the side of a bus if it needs to be. But in the case of comics, it does not mean to be. <laughs> but, um, hey, no, yeah. it should be. It should, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> comics bus. That's really interesting. So... I my knowledge of vectors is fairly limited, as in pen tool on Illustrator. Is that how you create? You create by creating yes. points and angles. Yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing it like less and less now that um my stuff sort of looks more organic. Like when I'm adding heaps of tiny little details, I'm just doing that um like in the standard variety how you would imagine someone to draw it. But yeah, oh. the majority of the lines have been drawn like that. Oh. I'm sorry. Is it? Do you think that's interesting? Is yeah, that interesting? definitely. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't think I've yeah. met anyone who does comics in the vector illustration way, or at least not that I'm aware of. So I, this all this comes to 
to two points really um, yeah. i used to run a magazine or i was involved in running a magazine that was a local arts free arts magazine and it was rezoed my friend mike ran ran the magazine and we printed it in my garage and we did all of the printing we did all oh, the... you have your own machine yeah, uh, yeah. So he had a machine here, and actually, actually now has a two two drum machine, and he runs a studio from Bristol, um, which is called Assembly Press. If anyone's interested, they are great. Um, but okay. so I, I learned about a lot of this stuff. Like I had, I was a very amateur artist up until that point. But I essentially learned how to make art by sitting on Mike's shoulder, watching him in illustrate. Um, yeah. Like a little I, bird. My, I, yeah, I essentially <laughs> just, I, I would sometimes just sit and watch him work and be like, oh, how yeah, did you do that? Um, and he was really patient with me and he's always, always been great. But so I, I have attempted at times to make some comics type stuff with vectors, but it just, it just did my head in. I, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't do it. I find it really interesting that you would, yeah, that you could work that way, and and it makes sense if you're if you're coming from a commercial art background to like working in vectors makes much more sense. Yeah, for sure. Well, let, let me let me talk about Rizzo for a second. So that uh, my early stuff, like when before it was collected, it was all done um, by a it's like a one man team um, mm -hmm. called Dawn Press. They're in uh, Northcote, which is like near Melbourne. Um, right. Just because like someone had told me that Rizzo was a good idea, I was like, cool. And then um, I guess <laughs> very quickly got like really interested and obsessed with it. I bought my own machine um, nice. and was running that for a bit. I had like my own print shop for a little bit, and then um, that's it's sort of difficult to maintain. The machine is huge, mm. and uh, yeah. you can't you can't fit it through most doors. It was a twin drum <laughs> press, so yeah. Oh wow. yeah. Um, It's currently a, a gallery is taking care of it for me at the moment, oh. um, which is but it's yeah. I don't know it was sort of like having a a car for a bit yeah it's like, like it, it's, yeah. it's wild so mike um left when he left uni he yeah. didn't really know what to do um he did uh i think it's like general viz commu visual communications degree mm -hmm. or something like that and everyone who knew was going in to do um you know work in um studios and work with with design agencies and stuff like that and i don't think he really wanted to do it and he managed to get a grant to basically buy his first machine he started the magazine he was doing printing on the side and he's been kind of doing it on and off for about six or seven years now but it, there has been times where i think he's just wanted to go and push it in a river because yeah, okay yeah because yeah, it's yeah. you know they're they're difficult to maintain it's a lot of hard work and it's and it's expensive like it's a yeah. it's a kind of a luxury as well like the it it costs money quite a lot of money to print especially if you're doing short runs um it's yeah it's it's a weird sort of uh like sweet spot like with the the first uh storm clouds like it was 60 pages it's a5 and i did like 150 of them and that was perfect like that's that's what Rizzo, and it's two colors sorry like that's what yeah. Rizzo's for mm -hmm. and then like uh, Ghost Beach is like twice that size. It has like a big ridiculous section in the middle with fluoro inks, and it's like um, it was sort of difficult to uh, do that cost-wise. Um, yeah, which is why I ended up doing Offset. But yeah, oh, should we should we talk about that for a second? Um, yeah, of course. I, so fiddling around with my own machine, um, I started playing around with the, just the different effects that you can get when you layer different inks on top of each other. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a bit in Ghost Beach, the second comic. Uh, where someone has been drugged 
and they start seeing things differently. Yeah. Oh, it's I, watching your face light up. That was yeah. great. <laughs> this, I, no yeah. one's going to be able to see this, but yeah. oh, this I can see section it. we're yeah. talking about, right? Uh, yeah, this is, this is the shit that I... So I, one of my favorite things about about ever working with Rizzo was was doing this kind of stuff of like playing around with overlays. I, I actually made a made a like a swatch thing once for my where that we printed all the colors onto one sheet and you did you know variations of different colors on top of each other and ah yeah. oh, that I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah. Have you? Do you know um Ryan Cecil Smith? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm aware. Yeah. Of I'm aware of that. Yeah, that guy's the best. He's done a bunch of stuff like that, like just mm. um, like little little booklets where he experiments with doing different versions of like CMYK, but he does, uh, like there's no, I don't think there's a Rizzo Cyan, um, so no. he, he just sort of makes it up and yeah. gets really cool and weird effects. Yeah, I like, he's, yeah, he's a lovely dude. He, he made me like a, a New Year's Eve card, um, which oh, I've right. kept on top of my computer for like two years, I think, maybe three years. Yeah, that guy's oh. great. That, yeah, uh, I, you know, I really love his work as well. I like, yeah. I love his like illustration style, that like kind mm. of blobby, cartoonish way mm. that he draws. Mm. Sorry, hey, you know, um, do you know John Pham? He does like epoxy. Uh, I'm not sure that I do. Oh boy, if you yeah, if you like that particular shade of pink, you <laughs> you're gonna love his <laughs> stuff. Yeah, he's great. I think um, John Pham, John Pham like P H A M. Um, he's American, but, uh, yeah, he does some incredible stuff. He's probably, he's probably like my favorite Rizzo guy forever. That's not going to change. He's great. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to, I'm going to take a look at his work. Um, and that's really cool. That, that's really good. So, um, it's interesting that you come from, from, have kind of come from that background of like printing your own stuff and, and playing around with how to present your work, not just from, a drawing point of view but from like how you can experiment with printing it in a way yeah and production point of yeah yeah i think that's the the when i see people's books you you can kind of tell when people have a bit of an eye for the actual design because like even if you're printing your own books at home you, there's things that you can do to make your your book look look a certain way and 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 have that um that kind of detail you know, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but it's it's fun to get excited about paper and stuff as well oh yeah yeah it's my favorite the, thing <laughs> happy to hear that that's great like just the the type of paper that they use in novels like that with that's got like a little bit of tooth on it yeah. um there is a oh this is getting real deep but there's a paper mill called norska skug and i think they closed two of their mills in australia um, in between me doing the first storm clouds and then like doing another one, <laughs> it was just like uh, yeah, I just started at the absolute top of uh, it feeling really nice, the paper, I mean, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, just got increasingly hard to get that vibe. I think the yeah, just if you touch the paper on the books that I sent you, I think that you'll you'll get I that think, vibe. Yeah, I, I, think I was thoroughly the... enjoying the storm clouds paper um, uh, the whole way through it. It's just so nice. Like the whole feel of that book is really really nice. Uh, yeah, this has got yeah this this is this is my shit. This is this is uh, the thing that we, I think it was one of the first things we said when they came. and We were like fucking through. We're like, oh, this paper is <laughs> <just> delightful. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, That's great. 
that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so are you writing any new stories to go along with these? Yeah, for sure. So um, I have like a, I don't know, like broad strokes in my head where the story is going to go um, in the future, but I get uh, like more excited about telling small little stories about like personal relationships and stuff. So um, I just did um, a little, a tiny little story about performance poetry um, mm -hmm. called Open Heart which um, if you're in the UK, you can just go and look at it on, on the internet. I just put it all <laughs> online. Um, but I just put it out as like um, a very weird shaped comic that's sort of like, um, it looks, and for the people listening at home, uh, Sam and Rosie can see me when I'm making a shape <laughs> with my hands. It's like that. It's like a drinks menu. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so it's, it's in A4, but it's folded in half uh, that that way. Lengthly, as opposed right. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really cool. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real tall boy. But uh, yeah, it's great. I um, I so I'm sort of involved with uh, just like the poetry scene in Newcastle quite a bit. I'm not a poet. I just like watching it and enjoying it and like going like that um, when I I think a line is particularly good. And uh, it's a it's like a an, an area of arts and culture that um, I think is fantastic and I want to share with people in a way that isn't shitting on it um, and yeah. like making fun of poets. Yeah. Uh, so I do. Look Sorry, you were going to say something? Sam? No, so I was going to say that I feel like, um, like I don't know a bunch about poetry and it's one of those things that I have in the back of my head that I should should investigate more. But I feel like it's one of those things that is more often than not just the butt of jokes. Yeah, the same oh, way yeah. jazz is. Like, you know, I guess they fall into a similar area in, in, in other ways. But it's one of those things that is often, often the butt of jokes of people who don't know anything about it <laughs> yeah that used to be me samuel i, I promise yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I, my I, friend it was it was me and i'm i i'm yeah. i'm open to the idea of of poetry although i i don't know that i understand it maybe it's just one of those things that you have to learn though and yeah. i think people are far too far too closed off often to learning about new things you go oh well i'm 30 now and you know, I've learned all the shit that I need. I'm just going to do variations <laughs> of it for the rest of my life. Um, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. It's easy to get into that mindset. Yeah. So I um, pretty regularly I'll go to like performance poetry nights just to watch. But like my friend Alex runs one, and uh, she used to work at a bookstore, which is where I met her. And I went in. She's like, "Yeah, I'm doing this poetry night," and I just immediately started making fun of her, <laughs> like because uh, the the only thing that I knew about slam poetry was um, from uh, "So I Married an Axe Murderer." You know that film. <laughs> Mike Myers. <laughs> oh, Mike boy. Myers. Oh, that, that kind of says it all of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, then I showed up and I was like, oh, shit, I get it now. So, um, yeah, I did I, I did a story from the point of view of one of my characters who's named Erin. Um, and she it's about how, like, the only way she can really express how she feels about her friends um, is through a poem and she performs it and then someone shows up that she doesn't think is going to show up and uh it either goes over his head or it, he understands it entirely but he doesn't care and laughs in her face and it's oh it's, it's rough sorry i just spoiled the ending anyway no. uh, <laughs> i did uh so when i launched uh storm clouds collected i just put on an open mic night like i have a bunch of friends who are poets and like comedians and musicians i was like come and do it and we'll do like 90 minutes of open mic slots and then I'll do a reading of this comic, this little one, this little open heart. And I feel like everyone who was there got the context because they're like, I know what open mic is like now. Um, and now I've got this story sort of uh, poking fun at it. But like, 
it was great. There was this one guy who I didn't know, and he's like, I guess I can do something, and that's always a fun way to start. <laughs> You're like, it's like, wow, do, do you need to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he like told this 25-minute story about how he rode his bike down a hill, and I was like, this is great. This is all fantastic. Um, yeah, so I did that, and that was how I launched that comic. And then uh, in Sydney, um, there's a comics reading event that happens like every second month called Read to Me, um, and it's great. It's run by um, a man named Finn McCabe and another guy named Gabe Clark and a woman named Lizzie, who is surname I've forgotten. But it's it's this like small bar, and it's like people go up and they read comics, and then the panels and stuff are projected behind them, um, and then they're also projected outside the bar, and the audio is like pumped through the the outside as well. So, so cool. none of these Sydney people knew who I was, and I got <laughs> up and I was. I was, I was like, my mouth was saying that I wasn't nervous, but my whole body was vibrating. And then I just like went into um, autopilot reading this comic and I just sped through it and everyone was like, holy shit. But I feel like that one in particular is meant to be like performed and read out loud. Um, yeah, I've really gone off topic here. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at is I'm making a bunch of like sort of smaller stories uh, with these characters, uh, like Jared and Frankie and Aaron and Charlie and Chino. Um, and then uh, moving, like, I don't know, it's like moving away from, like, the big picture crime stuff because that's not as interesting as, like, um, yeah, like a, the idea of, like, uh, living in a share house and knowing that someone is doing something they shouldn't and they're not telling you about it uh, is more exciting than the thing that they're doing that they shouldn't be talking to you about, As long as that's not based too closely on reality. Oh, certainly not. Yeah. <laughs> on, on that note, like, like, it's weird reading Ghost Beach knowing that that's just like such a like perfect vignette of everything that was going on in my life in that that time when I was writing. Did I use the term vignette correctly? I don't know. You get you get what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I think yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, just like uh, ignoring um, big problems by constantly going for runs and uh, living in a share house and inviting people over for dinner rather than um, talking about feelings. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think that's really interesting because you, like you say, you started in 2013, so that's six years now. So that's a, quite a long time ago in terms of a, a creator's timeline and how things evolve and things change. And, yeah, and sure. it's really interesting that you said earlier that the Newcastle has not much of a comic scene, but it has the the poetry and the theatre and stuff. And by bringing comics into slam poetry is a really nice way of expanding comics so we've spoken a lot in in good comics about the idea of cross-pollination and it doesn't have to be such an insular thing comics it does have a tendency to especially over here be a very insular thing you know people only really buy their own work but by expanding out and doing something like making comics that have different subjects like slam poetry and and, and brings other people into seeing what you can do with the, the comic form it's really interesting so i don't yeah, have a question sure. i just wanted to tell you about yeah no no, no. Oh, well, thank you very much but i yeah I, I definitely agree i think um even just like i i feel like i so my girlfriend is an actress um she's been in a lot of like local productions and the excitement that I get when I'm talking to like local playwrights about the stories that they're telling is very different to like when I'm just talking to illustrators about like what fucking brushes they use like it's, it's um, <laughs> yeah. I get where you're coming from for sure <laughs> you're just talking about your fucking brushes again <laughs> 
I don't know. We had a conversation about brushes the other week, and we mm. were really excited about them. So yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> we we have both um, in the last like yes. month or so kind of converted to working digitally for the first time. So we have a nice computer that you can use a pen and draw on. Um, I don't know what they're actually called. Uh, you know that, <laughs> and it's it's completely. Yeah. Like it has completely changed my approach to making work though, because I think I I quite often get caught up in that idea of, oh, am I using the correct pen for this? Am I approaching this in the right way? Oh, have I wasted that piece of nice watercolour paper by by, you know, drawing something on it that turned out kind of shit? Like working digitally has completely freed me from from the shackles of being concentrating on the wrong stuff like pens yeah. and brushes. That's very cool to hear you say that. I like that a lot. I think um, there is a weird sort of stigma attached to um, doing stuff digitally as opposed to like a, uh, I've had people say like, did you do this by hand? I was like, yeah, dude, I used my hands. <laughs> but then, <laughs> yeah. No, I just used my mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, you get what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think there, there is still a, a stigma attached to it, but I, I think it's so unfounded. I think it's just... Like now, I think about making comics on paper. I just seems it seems so weirdly archaic. <laughs> like I, 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 maybe I'm just in the like honeymoon period of it's really exciting, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm, you know, um, enjoying enjoying the way, you know, the new way of working. I'm sure I will yeah. go back to drawing on paper at some point as well. And I, I think that's an important part of of developing as an artist. But I actually am excited about drawing for the first time in a long time. Um, because it's made it a bit easier. It's made it a bit yeah, more. Sure. I'm not. I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum when it comes to like creative process. I think like there's everyone's different. Um, and I've found what works for me, and um, I'm happy about that. <laughs> and I, I think now you point out how you make your work. It's kind of it's clearer to me why it looks the way that it does and it, it has a really unique style to it and you know you, you use a lot of black and you use a lot of like bold um bold shapes and bold lines and and now you've explained how you make it it makes a lot more sense to me I, I don't think I could quite work out how you made your work before we talked about it and and that's yeah. that's interesting to me it's interesting to to not know how something's done mm. well I'm sorry for telling you yeah do you know much about australian comics like do you know anyone else who's doing it at the moment no that that was actually going to be one of my questions if you could tell us oh. about because you, you mentioned um doing the doing the talk about australian comics um and so rosie and i took a trip to brussels last year and huh? we um there's a really cool museum there which i can't remember the name of the it's just like the center of it's like the comics. graphic novel or <laughs> and comic museum or something but they had a bunch of exhibitions there of um so they had some norwegian comics they mm -hmm. had some chinese comics um they had had these big exhibitions of like different and and even being in brussels itself and going to the comic shops just blew my mind because there was yeah. all the stuff out there that I had never heard of. And that's like the stuff on this level where it's being published and it's, you know, being promoted and it's in a museum show. And, and it really got me thinking about this idea that there's lots of stuff happening, you know, at our 
our level at the level yeah, where people yeah. in their own work so yeah i'm really interested to to know a bit more about well i know that you're asking me about australia but i want to um quickly tell you something um where, when i got that same feeling um i was in poland to promote mm-hmm. australian comics um and the Polish language is pretty cooked. Like it's it's difficult to learn um, and it's very different from a- anything else. So when I went over there, um, my friend Jacob uh, did a little translation of one of the scenes from oh. Ghost Beach. Um, and I just did it as like a tiny little black and white A5 and um, was went to this con trying to like do trades with people. And they were like, why, why did you do that? Is that like... <laughs> A lot of people in Poland are like writing their stuff in English specifically to go to other places in Europe. Um, yeah, that's so that was cool. Anyway, um, I feel like with Poland in particular, they had like this whole subset of pop culture that I had no idea about because like it didn't get exported because their language is so ridiculous. And um, like so they, they had to make their own stuff because mm. uh, not everyone speaks English when they're born. So that was great. They have like their own uh, equivalent of like asterisks. The, the you know the, the little guy with the hat yeah yeah. I, yeah I have like a tiny little clay sculpture of him on my like in front of my television now that was great I don't know what his name is that and they're like they have got all like puppet stuff there as well they have like a, a puppet named Teddy Floppy Ears which is I love that and yeah, Poland rules anyway descriptive uh, Teddy yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah um, yeah but as far as Australia goes um, yeah there's a bunch of great things happening I think like what you were saying before when you were describing um, England in, in there not being that much uh, space between um, the cities, but there was a lot of like winding roads. We, yeah, we got plenty of space in Australia. There's a bunch of like yeah. shit in the middle that we don't use for anything. And then everything just sort of happens on the coast. Like it's kind of nice in a way that, that, it's, that those things aren't being used. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. For, for comics, that is. But um, I, I was going to bring up a cartoonist that I really enjoyed because I was looking at your website, Rosie, like mere moments oh. before accepting this Skype call. Um, and I, I really like, like the most recent thing you posted with all the waves. Um, it reminded me a lot of my friend Rachel Ang. I think you would love her stuff. Um, okay. She just did this little book called um, Swimsuit. Um, there's like a label of uh, like Rizograph produced Australian comics um, out of Melbourne called Glom Press. And they just okay. did like, like just a, I think it was like six books at once um, and they did like a crowdfunding thing and it was like you gave them 80 bucks which is I guess that's like I don't know how many pounds that is I think I'm it's sorry. about 40 or 50 pounds yeah, maybe 40 we'll say 46 and uh, you got all of their stuff all at once and I learned about all these people that I had never heard of which is oh, great that's really cool, yeah, that's really cool. The top of my list that and um, you know like Simon Hanselman who does like oh yeah yeah. yeah he's he, well, he's, he certainly has an Australian accent. I mean, he lives um, in uh, America now, but I think if people ask me my favorite Australian comics, it's for sure that. Oh, I love that series. Anyway, um, that and, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. I, don't, I, I feel like I could just tell you absolutely everyone who's doing comics in Australia and I'd still feel bad for missing people. <laughs> is it, yeah. is it, um, do, you, do you feel like there's a bit of a divide between people who are making comics with a capital C in and people who are making indie or kind of more alternative comics yes. is there, do you still have that divide like I'm always interested to know if if scenes are the kind of as divided as they feel in the US and the UK 
Uh, yeah, yeah. For, uh, so for those of you listening, I was nodding softly while um, <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, yeah, the, for sure there is that. I think I found that, um, I, like I find that with my own work as well in that um, it started as like a detective story, so it was very pulpy. Um, mm. And now it's more about like the, the smaller, um, uh, like more personal aspects of social minutia and it's risograph printed. So I sort of had like my feet on two, on both sides of that yeah. divide, which has always been weird for me. I don't know, like I think, I want people to like read my new one and be excited about like the bit where they all cook together and then there's like a murder in the first three pages and they're like I don't know I don't know about that Um, (laughs) yeah I know I know what you're saying and it's um it is a thing um but I I I try to be friends with everyone (laughs) yeah totally I I you know I have a lot of I've I've spoken to a lot of people and kind of both sides but I just find it interesting that and I think I think it's just it, there's a the scenes in general are like you said scenes are, the, like the the SC you didn't say yeah. things okay cool. I said sorry, things, sorry yeah. Continue. Uh, Continue. a kind of insular like a lot of people who are buying comics are also the people making comics and um, I think it I like the idea of that being not such a thing like what you were talking yeah. about oh, yeah uh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, across different you know across different arts and approaching it in different ways and um you know uh exhibiting comics in different ways like doing them with with kind of spoken word and performing them or or um exhibiting them you know like a like a in a museum or you know yeah on a wall so that people are reading them as they go along um i i just think it's really interesting to think about comics being something something other than a floppy piece of paper yeah yeah for sure um yeah i do feel about this rosie i agree I <laughs> yeah, good. Um, I, I realized i kind of went a weird way to getting to that um i was just asking about people making superhero comics and then talked about performing them i don't know why i went that way but yeah no 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 it was great i was there for the journey i I think that's that's important Um, (laughs) it's really cool to hear that that sort of thing's going on and and i'm gonna check out some more i'm gonna ask you to send me send me a list of some australian yeah maybe that'd be good actually you give us your your top top hit list and we can add it on to the to the blog post or the yeah. podcasts not actual hit lists yeah yeah for sure that would be that'd be wonderful i think um on the subject of like sitting in between like pulpy stuff and uh uh more lowercase c comics um there is a series called met cop wonderland which is about like transit police um, and sort of dealing with supernatural threats, which okay. is in a similar spot to me, I guess, in the way that you'd think on the surface that it's it's like a like a superhero story, but it's more about like the tiny little uh, personal aspects. Mm-hmm. It's right. It's like made by two fantastic women. They just sent me a bunch of their comics. Oh, they're the best. I can't sing their praises highly enough. I think you'd be into it. It's very like Buffy esque. Oh, nice. Wow, yeah. You guys like Buffy, right? Okay. Cool. Yeah, most of breathe. my childhood was Buffy. Ah. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering now that we're talking about talking about it in this in this way. Is that do you do you feel like you're kind of trying to pull people in to your comments, be like, hey, friend, guy who's into pulpy stuff, read read this, and then just really 
actually it's all a ploy to get them to explore their feelings and and their relationships <laughs> with their with people around them. Is, yes. is that what you're at you? Comics ambassador. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's 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 what it's all about. I do all that, and it's so you mentioned like you mentioned 2013 before. I feel like when I first started making comics, a lot of it was just like a pastiche of media mm. that I enjoyed, and then I actually started um, thinking more about uh, more interesting things to write about. So uh, yes, I feel like I have to do that because I'm starting uh, this series with like something that was old. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's yeah, it's a it's a long time for you to to be making something over, and it's a like if you haven't changed as a person in that time, then there's probably something wrong with you. So it, you know, it's it's it's. I was worried about cool. how that sentence was going <laughs> to. <laughs> but it's it's cool to see that development, like being presented with it in this way as well, like having these these two books and these kind of this stuff all collected up into one it's quite you can see that development of the the person yeah. making the comic and mm. and and how how the objective has kind of changed yeah at time. Yeah, yeah for sure for sure <sighs> so are there cool. many australian comic shows uh, like smaller indie friendly ones yeah okay so it's that's a very interesting way to ask that question. Yeah, there is like sort of a, like we have like big pop culture shows, like like cons, like Comic-Con-esque things. Like we have an Australian Comic-Con and then there's one called Supernova. I've never tabled at one of those. Like I got uh, invited to like the Canberra version of that. Canberra is like, uh, it's where they keep all the uh, politics in Australia and then they, they throw a little bit of culture there. There's like a very good pierogi restaurant. Um, yeah, I, I was invited, it was great. They, they like put, all of the comic artists up in this one hotel because like the hotel was a sponsor we all have breakfast together oh it's great anyway uh there's that and then there's um like small press shows where it's like comics and zines at the same time and i try to do those um and it's like I, I focus on that like i feel like that's where my stuff is most appropriate but um even just with like the the ladies who do metcop wonderland they were just saying like oh so i'll see you at that con later on and it, it's more of a pop culture one and i'm like oh like i'm, I'm only gonna go to melbourne once this year and i'm gonna do it for the the more zany one yeah yeah, yeah i think it's interesting we've we've kind of moved away from the idea of doing any of the like bigger shows like that like I just much more enjoy like I enjoy doing these little shows and you sit yeah. in a, you know it's in a pub or something the one we did in Cardiff um mm. so it was a arranged by amongst other people a guy called Josh Hicks who we have published. oh real quick where's Cardiff uh Wales so South okay. Wales okay go 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 yeah I we so have a Cardiff about, as well okay. that's where my sister lives that's I'm sorry oh, okay I got distracted no, <laughs> well you you have all right all of the names of the places where you live are probably from the place that we live. <laughs> oh, yeah, we yeah, yeah. you guys had it first. <laughs> you got two Newcastle saying, yeah. It's a... <laughs> um, but that was so great. It was just this really nice little show in a in, in, a, bar. in a bar. Mm. And I, I like that. Like, the more and more the reason that I want to do comics and is is to be part of a community and be part of um you know be able to 
a few times a year sit with people who are kind of like-minded and are interested in the same sorts of things as me and you know i although we do run good comics as a as a business we want to sell books and promote people and and you know put out work from people who we believe in it's more about us exposing people who maybe haven't had exposure before or it's their first time around in in the uk at least and and building a community like that's why we want to do things like like distribute your books because yeah, you're sure. a cool guy we met you and uh, I, paddy really liked you and we met you briefly at thought bubble i think we have a lot in common and your books are really cool so i if we can make a market for for people outside of the uk then i think that's great i think it's about it's about community and it's not about commerce or it doesn't oh, need yeah. to be yes for sure for sure for sure i wish um I wish I could come hang out more at yeah. these shows that you're describing. One day, I'll, I'll come back. I had a uh, someone who I met when I was over there. They're like, so you reckon you'll ever come back to the UK again? I was like, don't word it like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would love to, yeah, as soon as I possibly can. Yeah, um, but yes, the, the like community aspect is something that like I, I feel like I was missing that a lot. Um, it, it's easy to feel really isolated when you're making comics, uh, specifically, specifically when you're making them as a as a, a soloist. Um, and I only really started like traveling to do cons um, like two years ago, and it just changed the way that I see everything entirely. Like I, and I'm saying that like I, I'm I'm feeling very romantic about it because I just did a con yesterday, um, and it was in a library. It was yeah. f- fantastic. It was, yeah, it was great. Um, and it, yeah, the, the community aspect and um, being in the same spot with people who you only see a few times a year, but it's like you're extremely agreeable with because um, you're both in the same spot. Like that's yeah. that's what comics is. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, I think it sounds quite similar, to be honest, between Australia and here. It's the same kind of thing. There are a few bigger shows, but then there's a lot of community-based ones and still in big cities and, and, and maybe smaller cities, but it sounds very similar. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think so. My experience with the UK um, was I went to Thought Bubble and I tried to do all of it in one day, and I, it was very, very exhausting. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, it was a, and then I went to like the. Did you go to the after party? There was like an after party in like an abandoned shopping mall. Oh no! Um, no I, we're we're not cool enough. We, we, <laughs> we we've done it about. Um, I think we did. It, that was our fifth year in a row that we had done. Oh, it. Wow. We we actually aren't doing it this year because it it's just it's a lot it's a long way to go oh, yeah, it's yeah, expensive sure. and yeah. and it's kind of exhausting having a whole weekend of of doing that stuff and we've we sort of opted not to not to do it this year but yeah we we i think we've done it so many years in a row that we kind of ended up having a routine of like knowing knowing not <laughs> to go and do the big party and we just yeah, go yeah, and yeah. find something else to do yeah. and and hang out with people did you like yeah, the after sure. party was it good I did, but also like it was my last night in the UK, so I was like, time to uh... rip my pants, which I did. I danced too hard. <laughs> like, I just met this group of people, and they were like, our friend's DJing, we have to go and dance. And I'm not usually like a dancing guy, but I was like, perhaps I am when I'm in Leeds. And uh, it was like genuine, and I was like, oh, nice. like, like pony. I was like mid-sentence, I was like, hold on, I have to go dance. And then immediately ripped my pants. After, like I've been wearing the same jeans for like, uh, like a week and a half on that trip. Um, I only packed one pair of pants, so it was it was bound to happen anyway. But, yeah, what a way to end that trip! Gosh, yeah. 
that's, yeah. that's a metaphor for how you lived your life in the UK. Yeah. So yes. what? <laughs> it is so hard that you ripped your trousers. My trousers, yeah, for sure. I so when when you and this is a bit inside baseball, but when you go to Leeds to do Thought Bubble every year, where do you stay? And is it the budget Ibis? Uh, I have stayed in the budget Ibis, and, <laughs> How and, you Paddy, feel about and that? Pa- Paddy and I shared a room in the budget Ibis, and I think we're both still scarred from it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Cool. I I was alone, which is great. I can't imagine sharing that space with anyone else. Did you have one of those weird rooms that had a a bed but with like a bunk bed yeah. over the top of it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And then there's How like you, the you... the shower that has a hole in it instead of a handle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, try very try close. sharing that with someone who yeah. like I think at that point Paddy and I so so I. I'll go back to what you were saying just a minute ago about kind of meeting people in the community of of it because I, I genuinely feel like comics kind of changed my life and not in this sort of sweeping change of attitude way but you know I met Rosie through comics and we are now together and we are very happy I met Paddy through comics and yeah. like basically on Twitter and decided that we liked some of the same bands and then yeah. decided that we liked some of the same comics and then decided that we would start going to conventions together so that we could yeah. um and now I talk to Paddy most days like I yeah. he is one of my best friends Rosie is like Rosie is my best friend when we are together like I feel like comics as a community <laughs> changed my life and I think it's amazing I genuinely think oh, yeah, it's yeah, great yeah, like yeah, for sure being able to you know talk to you in a, on the other side of the planet um because of comics is amazing like we put our our most recent book novelty is by a guy called Mohawk Gowra who is based mm-hmm. in New York and we talked to him a bunch from another country like that looks very good as well. I'm excited to read that eventually. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It's great. I'm so proud yeah. of it. Um, I just think it's, yeah, I think comics and the stuff that surrounds it is, is a force for good in people's lives. And we should be, be expanding that out from not just the people who are currently doing it and currently reading them to, to other people. Yeah, yeah it's gone for sure. Paddy staying in your spare bedroom in near Leeds to sharing the IPIS budget together. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so sorry, that's where I was going. Excellent work upgraded. bringing it back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first time I met Paddy in person was when we tabled together at our first Thought Bubble. I picked oh, him up wow. train station with my two kids like and he just came and stayed at our house that was that was how the first time we we met but yeah so paddy and i have got to know each other increasingly more over the last like five years that we've been doing this um and i think we stayed in the ibis budget three years ago that was yeah that was three years ago so we were quite, <laughs> quite early on in our <laughs> they've got relationship markers yeah. and paddy at um, different moments but that. like that's you know that that was a trying time like if either of us ever, yeah. ever mentioned the Ibis budget, like sharing, Paddy ended up on the bunk is where I was going with this because oh, I okay. got bunk and passed out on the bed. Um, yeah, it's sort of closed and wake up about two in the morning still with my shoes on. Um, and and Paddy, Paddy is not a short guy, so yeah. him fitting oh, on the bunk oh. bed is quite, quite yeah impressive, really. A six foot four man on a 
five foot eight bed. Because did you just stay on the Saturday night in the Ibis budget? No, we stayed Friday and Saturday. Oh, okay, they both looked very haggard that weekend. <laughs> so I was tabling next to them. This was before I was part of the mix. <laughs> yeah. It was amusing. Although I'd been sleeping on a friend's floor, so it wasn't any more particularly comfortable, <laughs> no, to be fair. <laughs> That's the thing about Thought Bubble. It's just about being generally uncomfortable because it's so expensive to get there and be there for two days. Yeah. You just... Yeah, for sure. Thanks it was a, like 20 hours of flying for me. Yeah. When I was there, I was just walking around like with a fanny pack with my comics in it, just doing trades with everyone. And I feel like that's the best possible thing I could have done. It was great. And I didn't have to worry about learning what the money was uh, if I was like actually yeah. tabling and selling stuff. It's a good way of doing it, yeah. Yeah, I, real quick, just like another um, episode of the uh, the egg in a basket thing. Your <laughs> What color are your like 10 pound notes? Uh, the they're, they're different five, colors. Right? Yeah. Five are as greenish and yeah, then yeah. 10 pound notes orange-ish. Oh yeah, orange. Okay. I don't have ten pounds. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, I was gonna. Okay, I don't have any of uh, Australian ten dollar notes on me, but um, our tenor is blue, um, and I think your five is blue. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Did you just say that? I'm sorry. I yeah. So I got I got into like a legit almost an argument with someone because I thought that I had given them ten dollars, but I had given them five, and I was like, so how about that change? And they're like, what? <laughs> And they had to like get the money out and show it to me. I yeah, it was a whole thing. But I had this same conversation in reverse with the barista who uh, works at this cafe, uh, like downstairs from my apartment, where he's like, "Yeah, I can't can't believe it. I'm not going to try and do his accent, but he's like, I don't know, he sounds like you." Um, but yeah. the other day he was like, "How do you draw a dollar sign?" I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, it's the S with the two sticks on it, right?" And I. Um, that same day I was talking to you about pricing my stuff mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to do a pound sign on my computer. And I, <laughs> I had to write the word pounds. Uh, yeah, Thought Bubble. What a weekend. Yeah. Right. It is, it is the big one. It's a weird one, Thought Bubble. Oh, it's cha- it has evolved over the past few years. But um, yeah, it's the, it's the big but also kind of independent show, isn't it? It has mainstream comics, but the, the main thing is I, mostly I think, indie. I think it's the one show that manages to do both and do it yeah. well, mm. especially because, well, they also have the academic conference that goes along with it. So it kind of covers the whole the whole Everything. plethora of comics really well. Um, yeah, I think that it's that is the one that does it all. Mm. Yeah. That's good to hear. Because um, I like I I was over there. I was just like every con in England is like this. This is the promise thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, if only. Yeah. Well, it's sad now because it's not going to be in Leeds anymore. I think that was part oh, of the what? charm. Yeah, it's Where moved. Where's it going to be? It's in a very small upper middle class town called Harrogate, which is even further north and even harder to get to. I think it'll. So it's it's moving there because of some nonsense with the Leeds Council, I think, but it's also moving into a convention space, which very much, you know, it could could be really good for it. I'm, I'm interested to see, we, we had already decided not to go this this year, yeah. so I'm kind of glad that we're not, just to see how it goes, like, just see yeah. see how everyone finds it, see if it, it works out well, and we'll, we'll try again next year. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it'll do well. It's just one of those ones that's, growing and developing and and changing over over time we'll 
yeah, interested to see how it, how it carries on. But mm. it is one of the, it, one of the best shows. It's the best big show. For it's definitely. not gonna be the yeah. same without mixed karaoke bar. Though. Yeah, that's true. That Harrogate does have a does lack karaoke bars, which is mm. is the main issue. Seeing Paddy sing No Scrubs is something that I will cherish forever. Oof. All right, cool. Mm. I, yeah, no one invited me. I, I think I, I went to like a launch the night before at, is it called Traveling Man? Was uh, that the, we yeah, it was like an Avery Press launch. And um, yeah, I saw Dan Barry and I, I was like, you're the guy out of that podcast. That was pretty fun. Um, <laughs> was that how you had to dressed in? You're that guy. Uh, that. Yeah, perhaps I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's to the point. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was a good, that, yeah. I, hopefully I can do karaoke next time. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, That's uh, what we do while everyone else is at the cool official party. Is, We'd be okay. at the local karaoke bar. And <sighs> Just missing out. Yeah. Sam always sings Paul Simon for some I don't, reason. I don't know how to sing other songs apart from Paul Simon songs, so I always <laughs> sing Paul Simon. <laughs> I think it's because I once tried to get up and do Beastie Boys and it was really fucking hard. Yeah, that's three guys. You're yeah, there's, there's just so many words. Yeah, so yeah. many words. Understandable. I don't think I've ever done karaoke like in front of people. I've done like the ones where you do the booth, and um, no, I got to do it. Like I feel like when I sing in the shower, I'm not fantasizing about being a real musician. I'm fantasizing about the one day I actually get to do karaoke. So yeah. perhaps it can be in the UK when no one knows me. Next time I'm up um, yeah. for a con, you, me, Patty, Paul Simon. For sure. <laughs> Yeah. There's an open, open invitation for Paul. Yeah, yeah. maybe you'll share. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Or well, we have reached around the hour mark, so it might oh, be, have we? Might be worth yeah. This. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying nice. to get rid of you. I just did. No, 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 no. Of course. Hour is a long time. Yeah, you've um, got four movies to watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you been enjoying was, our? Yes. Big Boys Don't Burn podcast. That's good. Yes, I I haven't seen very many baseball movies as it as it seems. Like I start like I've seen A League of Their Own and I listened to that and I was like, this is great. I know about how you've moved thirteen times in your adult life. And then yeah. um, I <laughs> chucked on episode two and I was like, all right, Major League. That's the one about Keanu Reeves. And then I put it on. And I was like, this is not the one about Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. Um, I've seen Field of Dreams, so I'm I'm looking that's forward to that episode. Yeah. I think that'll I can be, be like the yeah, yeah that's good. Hopefully, seen yeah. that's one of my favorites. We'll take yeah, it as a request. Ben, Ben's jacket. Uh, yeah. You know the bit I'm talking about? He's like, I'm not going to show you my gun, and he's got his hand in. Yeah. Excellent film. Yeah. Cool. Well, there you go. You have a few baseball movies you can now watch. Yeah, you need to catch and up. And then listen to the podcast. Got a list. I don't listen to them back, so I have no idea how dumb we all sound. But... <laughs> no, you sound great. You sound great. You're my favorite character, Rosie. Oh, really? My baseball yeah. knowledge has expanded over the course, so actually I know way more than I did in the beginning. It's true. But, yeah. I know yeah. what a bunt is now, like outside yeah. of a big context. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bunts are good. Uh, broken bats. Yeah. What was the other one? The there's something about the rays or something. Oh no, submarine. Submarine, submarine pitches. Pitcher, yeah. Yeah. Someone who throws sort of underarm, but like so pitches, but they pitch below. 
they call them submarine yeah. pitching. It's really baseball's really weird. Like it is really weird. It's charming, but weird. Love. Yeah, fantastic. All right, I, I, maybe I'll get your... into it one day. I'm not like a huge sport guy in general, me, me but like I, I had, I played football when I was a kid. But apart from that, I generally don't care too much about sports. But I, it, I, I don't know. It's just kind of it's kind of got me there's a lot more to baseball i think than than just the game i think there's a lot of oh for sure sort of romance and story to it paddy has a oh sorry you go you go i was just gonna say that paddy has a relatively new newsletter out um called stealing home yeah stealing Stealing Home. home um and it's about his relationship with baseball but it's not stat heavy it's really interesting it's kind of like part memoir part discussing the kind of moments in baseball that aren't aren't the actual sport but more to do with the players it's really interesting i would highly recommend it you can right, subscribe cool. for free and it comes to I your will. inbox every weekend and it's lovely it's delightful <laughs> that is that is how the only way i can describe the these guys relationship with baseball is it's much more than the actual sport it's a emotional connection yeah I am. I'm also doing illustrations for Paddy's. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Sam's doing really good illustrations for Paddy. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. That's great. And I like uh, hats too. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah. I, you know, I follow like Ebbets Field flannels. They oh. make like. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. They got yeah. Whenever I'm brim. feeling a bit yeah. sad, I just just go on the website and then i feel a bit sad at the end because i know that i can't afford most of it but still sometimes i have a sam it's all, it's all good they're doing like a women's collection now at the moment yeah. which is yeah that's oh boy yeah i like graphics <laughs> I yeah, yeah. Well, I, honestly that's that's part of my love for baseball is aesthetic stuff and yeah um so i one of the websites that i read pretty regularly is called UniWatch, and it's basically it's kind of nerdy but it's all about um sports uniforms and their quirks and their and a lot of it concentrates on baseball because baseball has a lot of like kind of weird quirks and and things like the way people wear their socks and the way that like i don't know it's it's really cool it's really nerdy but i fucking love it that's but that that it's the perfect crossover between my enjoyment of the sport as a game and the aesthetics and all of the kind of designy stuff that goes along with it. Yeah, hell yeah. That, that was great watching Rosie just gaze upon you while you were getting excited <laughs> about socks. That's, I was yeah. about brunch. But, mm-hmm, That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'll, I'll let you get to that then. That's, um, it's been great. Yeah, it's um, been really fun. Thank you so much for talking to us about uh, sure. Ghost Beach, or as Sam calls it, Ghost Clouds and Storm ghost Beach. Clouds and storm. Um, yeah. So they are up in our shop now. They will be up on the shop when when this podcast comes out. I was waiting till we till we had done this to get them up. Yeah, and sure. how much are they, Sam? They will be. Uh, I think we said twelve pounds. We'll look on the website because. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Very we have decided that it's in writing and it's Sunday morning and I don't don't really know what okay, my name I'm is. sorry, I was expecting you to have the full itinerary ready. No, not <laughs> <organized>. <laughs> Okay, but yes, so we're very excited to be hosting your, your books on our shop. Um very... we're gonna, gonna sell them all. I all look of them. forward to hearing what you think of the second one, Rosie. That's yes. um 
Yeah. I might read that this afternoon on the beach, as it's called. Oh, Coast boy. Beach. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so messer of me. <laughs> yeah. There's a beach in it as well. It's a, yeah, it's a whole thing. You're going to love it, Rosie. I might Don't take a picture. I'll take a picture of it on sand. Oh, yeah. Case <laughs> beach of the yeah, beach. Right, cool. <laughs> Cool. I'll get a thing over his head so like a ghost. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think there's any ghosts in yeah, there um, from the first I glance. think talking about putting things at like the the killer yeah, and yeah. the no. Yeah, <laughs> it's just bad optics for Sam. Really? <laughs> this has been really, really fun, man. I've yeah, really, cool. really loved talking to you. And yeah. let's do it more often. Let's let's do it not just for the podcast. That's yeah, cool. for sure. I've got Trans- Skype now. <laughs> so, yeah, you're yeah. Skype. <laughs> yeah cool cool all right thanks very much, very much. thank you bye thank you <laughs> good comics podcast